Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. With the first pick in the NBA draft, the Minnesota Timberwolves select 10,000 layups. 10,000 10,000 layups. Hello, good friends, and welcome to another another episode of the 10,000 Layups Podcast. I'm Kyle Radke. I'm here with Julian Andrews. Julian, how was Valentine's Day? Oh, it was good. Thanks for asking. Um, trying to remember what we did. Oh, yeah, we got Young Joni takeout. Oh, yeah. Love Young Joni. Um, some nice pizzas, nice bottle of wine. It was good. That sounds amazing. How about you guys? Well, so um, we... We're we're double dipping a bit. On Monday, we went to Barbette. Nice. Um, and our it's so funny because like once you get old, this makes sense. But it's like our reservation was for eight fifteen, and we're like, oh yeah, like totally, that'll be totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever. And then it's like seven, and we're like, okay, like <laughs> whatever. So we just went there early, and like we're just like, let's just grab a drink at the bar. And then before you know it, um, they were like. Oh, actually, your 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 seats are ready now. Um, you can sit whenever. And we were home by like eight twenty. Wow! And I remember just think like we got home and like instantly went to bed at like nine fifteen. And I remember yeah. just being like, "God, could you imagine if we had to like still be eating right now?" Yeah, I've been rocking the late reservations, um, really for the last couple of years. I mean, I stopped going to restaurants for a while because of COVID. I'm still yeah. like kind of fifty fifty on it, but I have it points you know, depending on where things are at or out with the pandemic. And, um, I like the late res. I well, love tonight it. We're I love going to thirty-nine. Yeah. Tonight we're going to Suki Mimi. Oh um, dude. I was there two weeks ago. Yeah. Reservations at seven forty-five, So it's a little more manageable. It's so good. Yeah. And like a lot of that stuff about being tired is just like based on like, like the Super Bowl was on Sunday and I yep. think we're just kind of like tired and bogged down. Totally. Oh, that's showbiz though. Um, all right, Julian, we have some stuff to talk about today. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll, yes, have two, we'll have two podcasts this week, by the way. We'll have one today, and we'll probably, we're recording this on a Wednesday evening, so you'll listen to this on Thursday, and then we'll probably record one on Thursday that you can listen to on Friday. Um, 
All right, let's get, get into some Wolves talk. The big news over the last week is that Patrick Beverly, who is 33 years old, he signed a one-year, $13 million deal extension. Um, Beverly's deal was uh, ex- set to expire after the season, and I think at the trade deadline, there was just some chatter of, like, he could be that guy that, that you move with a big contract. Obviously, he wasn't, and if you've watched the Wolves, you know why. Mm-hmm. He's a huge part of what they're doing. Um Nine nine points, five rebounds, uh, five assists, 1.2 steals per game. He's playing 36 minutes per game, which is kind of crazy. Um, I guess your your thoughts on on the move, um, maybe from from both sides. Uh, what what what's that? like like it and don't like it? Well, no, I, I guess or I mean from, from like Pe- Beverly's, Beverly's side, side. and oh, yeah. and, the, and the Wolves side. I mean for Beverly, good, nice. <laughs> You're making more money, you know than. I don't know. I feel like I don't want to say he's overpaid because he's not, but like a lot of guys who average those stats would not make the amount of money that Bev has made throughout his career. Um, so good job. $78 million. Good job, yeah. Todd Beverly. Um, I love it. Honestly, for the wolves, I don't see any reason not to do this. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's not, he's just been a kind of a game. I didn't like the signing, you know, when they did it and that's, you know, the, the, you can the go trend. back and listen to the, or the, yeah, the trade night, you know, you can go back and listen to the podcast and, I think like that was coming off of the playoffs when he had just had a couple of really dirty plays. Um, and he seemed more of kind of an instigator instead of a, somebody who could actually come in and help your team compete. And I think a lot of what he did in the playoffs really hurt the Clippers. Um, so I was kind of worried about that type of approach and like attitude being, considered kind of a proxy for playing hard and playing defense, you know, um, because I, I don't think that those things are the same. And I was worried that the wolves would kind of say, Oh, we're tough now because we have this guy who like gets a lot of technical fouls. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's like not the same thing, but he's been awesome this year and he totally, you know, proved us wrong. And I think he has brought a level of intensity and a level of kind of defensive professionalism. That's, made an impact outside of just what he does on the court. Like I really think he's become a culture setter for the wolves in a really, I mean, he's not the only one, but in the, for the, in a really positive way for the wolves, I think his impact on Anthony Edwards has been awesome. Um, You can just tell that like when you have a guy competing as hard as he competes, it motivates other people to do the same. Um, And so like what the wolves have gotten is the best version of Pat Beverly. And if you think you can continue to get that, then hundred percent extend them. I don't, I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I think you look at it from both sides. You say, okay, Beverly, like you're not getting $13 million deal, whatever contract you get. Um, and then for the wolves, like, let's say maybe next year it doesn't work out and you're in a spot where, um, like you're at the trade deadline and you're like, Hey, we, we like, we're not where we need to be. We're at the 10th seed and like, we're going to be sellers, which, you know, you hope not. Cause that means a, a, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of things went wrong, but you know, it's an asset that you can can trade. And even if you want to go star hunting, um, you know, next year and trade for that big guy, now you have a $13 million contract to, to do so and one that's expiring. So um, I'm not saying that that's the reason you do it, but like you do get you, 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 that, that money adds up quickly. And those, those, you know, 10 to $15 million contracts are actually pretty important for that. Yeah. You need like a certain number of kind of bad contracts to be able to go trade for a star. It's kind right? of weird. Um, like if you just sign people to good contracts, you can't, you can't start hunt. No, because you're never yeah. going to be able to come up with the money. So it's it's kind of funny. you need you need like that one, uh, you know, just the albatross concert uh, contract. Yeah, 
Totally. Um, but yeah, you know, you nailed it. Like I would, I totally hated the move when it, when it happened. And like, we've, uh, certainly shit on Gerson Rosas a lot on this podcast. And, um, I mean, he deserves, uh, 90% of it, but I, I think that trade was actually, um, you know, right now it looks like a, a really good trade. We look at Jarrett Culver, not playing at all. No. Like Juancho Hernan Gomez is getting thrown in deals. Um, and yeah, I, I think Beverly's been a great fit. And you and I were texting about this earlier. You sent me that video of Anthony Edwards um, kind of giving c- cat shit after the game for not trying yeah. to hit, hit 40 points. Um, and like, you're right. Like the the Edwards thing is certainly important for cat because it's another star. And like on the court, cat doesn't need to be the guy um, and blah, blah, blah. But I think like you, you look at somebody like Beverly and while he is a lot like Jimmy Butler, I think um, he's not as good as Jimmy Butler where cat mm-hmm. never feels threatened. So, yep. and I think that was a, the big deal with Jimmy Butler was there was this guy with a very abrasive personality who was better than you. And it was going to be his team where now it's like, nobody's saying this is Patrick Beverly's team, but you know, he, he does have that like asshole in him where he's like, yep. dude, like if you're not stepping your shit up, like this, like, you know, I've been through this before. Um, and I just think that, you know, and, and Towns was younger too. I just don't think he was ready to, ready to quite hear that. Um, no, I also, I mean, I think like, yeah, I think Jimmy was a lot meaner to Cat than, than Pat Beverly is, but, um, thank you. No, I totally see what the, the point that you're making too. Um, I was at the game last night. We're recording this yeah. again, like I said, on Wednesday, uh, th- the Wolves played a night as well, the Raptors. So we won't be able to talk about that game, but, um, Fun game against the Hornets. Um, Lamelo, lots of Lamelo ball jerseys, as as to be expected. He looked he looked fine. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think he, he finished with like 20, 20 points, eight rebounds, and like six assists or something. Uh, Julian, it was a true Timberwolves sellout. Really? Which no, it wasn't. It was. I thought you would get that joke because when we worked, I, there, I was going to say like, was the sellout one where half the seats are empty? Yes. Yep. Yeah. We call they that gave away the rest of the tickets. Yeah, we call that a Ryan Tanky sellout. Yeah, so what they Wait. do is they sell as many tickets as they can and then they give the rest away and call it a sellout. Yeah. But half those people who got the free tickets don't come. It was funny because they uh, they they said it last night. They said, um, you know, with X amount of fans, you know, it's the fourth sellout of the year. And literally everyone in the arena just started looking up and like looking at all the open seats. And it was like this collective like, I, I guess... Like maybe, but Dude, like there's why, definitely why six sections. Well, you can call it a sellout on the sheet. I don't care what you do. Sure. Don't, yeah, don't announce it. Yeah. Exactly. Why, why say that to the people in there who see that the place is two thirds empty? The crowd sounded pretty good though. They did. It was, it was, a, it yeah. was a really good crowd. Yep. Um, I don't want to take, yeah, I, I tweeted about it last night. I didn't want to take anything away from the people yeah. that were there. It was a really good crowd. It just wasn't a sellout, which, sure. <laughs> you know, is <laughs> that's fine. Um, Wolves won 126 to 120 in overtime. Um, Towns 39 points, 15 rebounds, super dominant late in the game. Um, Edwards went out early with an ankle injury, which my guess is that um, he'll for sure miss tonight. Yep. I, I would guess with the All Star break, and m- maybe you you hold him out um, during the break from like the Rising Stars Challenge or, or whatnot. I would not let him play in that if I were yeah, I, I, I unless he really really wanted to. Yeah, and like there was, you know, like you're not gonna damage your ankle anymore. 
Um, that'd be, that'd, of course, yeah, that, 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 that'd be a nightmare. Um, Jaden McDaniels with a really nice night off the bench 18.6 rebounds, four steals, two blocks. Again, yeah, Edwards' uh, ankle injury. Um, the Wolves are now 31 and 27, seventh in the West, and just a game and a half back from the Nuggets for the six seed. It, it is crazy, and in you'll get this it's we went from wanting the play-in game so badly um like the nba to adopt it because it gave a team like the timberwolves a chance and suddenly here we are like as the seventh seed and we were there for the jimmy butler year um and the wolves finished with the eighth seed and that season seemed like it was a wild success and like maybe it's just because i i guess i don't know why for sure but it's like for some reason I'm like I don't think of this year as successful as that year, um, mm-hmm. or like maybe the team's not as good. But like the Wolves are going to end up with a seventh seed, and they could end up with a sixth seed, which would be just absolutely huge for this franchise. Totally. I mean, it, it is funny because we basically had a playing game that season. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was the eight and nine seed playing each other for the eight seed. So yeah. that that was the first playing game. It's true. Um, now, yeah, I agree. I, I think that it would be disappointing at this point not to catch the Nuggets. Feels like it, but at the same time, I don't want to. I don't want to put that on the team. I don't want to constantly move the goalposts either, because I think there is, you know, like you're totally right. If you had said to us that we'd be here at the beginning of the season, we'd be thrilled. Um, especially just with what Cat's been doing. I, I don't yeah. know. It's 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 pretty awesome to see. Like Cat scored 19 points in six minutes last night. It was nuts. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. There, there's, there's when Cap plays like this, it really. I mean, this kind of goes without saying because he's the best player on the team. But, it, but we talk a lot about Edwards and like all this other stuff. But really, I mean, it comes down to when Cat can take over games, the Wolves are going to win. Um, because there's not very many people in the world that can play defense on him. So, and, I don't know. It's yeah, really we, cool. we, we, I, I totally agree with you. And we, we, we've talked about it so much that I don't want to like. You don't have to belabor the point. (laughs) Yeah, but but you're but you're totally right. Like, just because Cat might not have that, like one A alpha in him to be like, you know, and 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 I think that's something you see in the playoffs. And like, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not going to rule it out, but I think like we dismiss and I dismiss certainly of like how good he actually is. It's like, well, can he be your best player on a team that's contending for a championship? And the answer is like probably no. But that doesn't mean like he's not a really, really good player that is absolutely wild to this team's success, you know? And like Edwards might have more of like the it thing, um, like the Beverly has too, but it's like the towns is the best player. And like the, yeah. the team is going to go as towns goes. Exactly. I mean, I think cat can be kind of a one B, you know, I, I think like the thing with cat is always this consistency piece and how, and, and it's a lot of it's mental. And I think he just, like he, he's unable to kind of lock in and bring it every night. And that's really what is the sticking point because when he does do that again, like not very many people in the league actually play better than he does. Um, so, so I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, it's been really exciting and I don't, yeah, I don't really have a ton to add. It's just nice to see this team succeeding and like it's, it's making me really happy. They didn't make a move at the deadline. Yeah. Um, and I know it's just one game, but this is the kind of game that the wolves lose. Every time in it previous seemed seasons. like they were going to, and also Vegas spread was six and uh, they didn't cover, but they pushed it. Yeah. So, um, speaking of Vegas, hoops <laughs> fans, the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is too good to pass up. 
I'm talking about between the legs, 360 windmill good. That's New customers good. can bet. That's good. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code TBPN. Bet $1 on any NBA game and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 plus minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited, minimum $5 deposit required. Gambling problem called 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN red line 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. Four six seven three six nine. Um, Dude, these reads are going to get really long when more states can legalize sports well, gambling. I'm curious about it because that's not all the that's not all the states that are legal. I wonder if like they just put them into a rotation. I think there is legislation in certain states that requires these disclaimers to be read after or during advertising for gambling. Hmm. Yeah, it's going to be. Anyways, it. I think it will take a long time then. We're gonna we're have to a, we can record it and speed it up. We're, we're going to have to do a separate podcast every week. Um, yeah, that's not to say we don't love our relationship with DraftKings. We love of course. them. Uh, news around the league, not much. We 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 went through our like winners and losers of the trade deadline. Um, big news, uh, DeAndre Bembry signed with the Milwaukee Bucks oh, for the rest of the season, which sucks for them because they trade away uh, Dante DiVincenzo and they, they get Serge Ibaka in the deal. Um, and the DiVincenzo one was, you know, he's, he was going to be a restricted free agent, so They're going to have to pay him anyways. But then like the very next day, Pat Connington ends up breaking his wrist. So yeah, that's you could really use uh, some wing help. So they get, they get Bembry. Um, I think the, the big domino to fall now is uh, just kind of wondering where Goran Drogic is going to sign um, mm-hmm. teams that are kind of rumored the Chicago Bulls, uh, LA Clippers, Brooklyn Nets, Los Angeles Lakers. Um, there's the the Bucks are still a, a possibility. The Mavericks were talking Mavs, about a lot yeah. before, but not not so much anymore. Is there a place where you where you like Drogic? And it's funny we talk about Drogic like he's the 30 year old version of him. We haven't seen him play at, at all this year, really. And and he was hurt with that that plantar fasciitis a few years ago. Um, is is there a place where where, where you want to see him end up? Um, I mean, it depends on how he plays, right? Um, I would not, if I were the Bulls, I would not worry too much about this. Um, but he could be nice depth. So I guess, I don't know. He could be okay in any of these places. I don't know why the Clippers would sign him unless they're certain that PG and Kawhi are coming back. Um, yeah, the team that seems the obvious one would be the the, Nets and, and the Lakers. Yeah. The Nets stand out to me, honestly. Um, and don't don't sleep on that uh, Steve Nash relationship either. Yeah. Those two were, were teammates in in Phoenix. So. Yep. Um, I guess we'll see. I don't know. I don't think it's going to matter. I think it's going to be like the story of the day for six hours, and then he's not really going to make that much of an impact. I mean, he used to be. He was really good, but I don't know if he's still. Like he hasn't really even played in a while, right? Um. Well, Julian. Well, let's, let's okay. he's thirty five. So you're right. Like. His career was so interesting because he was mm-hmm. supposed to be like the next big thing, and then he just never really like he averaged twenty points per game five a few games. times. Yeah, uh, yeah, five games this year. He played in fifty last year. I mean, last year he did score thirteen. I mean, played twenty seven minutes a game for a good Heat team. 
Yeah, I mean, um, he had a couple good seasons with the Heat, for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, that 16-17 season was was really good. And then, um, yeah, I guess he was good in Phoenix, too. I mean, he's been good his whole career. It's just like... He's old. He's old. That's what old people do. We you, all age. No, do you no watch hate. that? If you watch Old School before? Uh, no. So there's a part where uh, they're at a funeral for a guy named Blue. Uh-huh. And uh, they're crying, and Vince Vaughn goes, "That's what old people do. They die." Yeah, and that's as that's we right. all will one day. As we all will. Uh, <laughs> wow, we're just very positive here on this podcast. Um, James Wiseman maybe coming back. He's a number two pick in the yeah. 2020 2021 draft pick. Uh, report coming from ESPN: Wiseman has been cleared to participate in five on five scrimmage starting on Tuesday. Uh, it's the latest step in his rehab process after tearing his meniscus last April and a sign that he is uh, almost ready to return to the court. Uh, Wiseman was initially present or projected to return by the start of the season, but multiple setbacks pushed that date. There's still no climb timetable for his return. Um, kind of a bonus for the, for, for the, for the Warriors. Oh, uh, yeah. Certainly you could use him, but the right. It's just like, it's, it's so funny to think in the same draft where the wolves took, Edwards and, and the, the Hornets got uh ball. It seemed like either three of those guys could have gone in either of those spots. And to think if the Warriors had anyone but Wiseman, how good they would be. But mm-hmm. need like needless to say, they're 42 and 16 and yep. they don't need any help. But if they got them, that'd be that'd be nice. Yeah, I just hope he can kind of resurrect his career. I feel bad. Um, I just feel like he was put into kind of an impossible situation with the Warriors last year and then having to deal with this injury. It just kind of sucks. Um so, I mean, I don't know, not good for the rest of the league if he comes back and he's good, but at the same time, I don't know, it'd be nice to see him be able, like play, at least see see if he's any good. Um, it takes centers a while, and so I, I hope yeah. that he's able to do that and, you know, use his time in the injury to learn the playbook and stuff that seemed like that would had not happened when we last saw him on the court. So Well, and it, 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 it is kind of nice that it's like, it's cl- it's pretty clear that, uh, like Ball and Edwards are the best players, or like they are what they are, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not like the Marvin Bagley thing where the Marvin Bagley, like, he, sure, he got hurt, but like, you know, I, I think like Wiseman is still where we're all like rooting for him. We're not frustrated with him, you know? Like, I think mm-hmm. like the general consensus is like, wow, we, I want this guy to play because I want to see why we all liked him coming out of Memphis, right? Um, it's not like, oh my God, like let's stop talking about Wiseman. It's not going to happen. Um, I think there's, yeah, there's still, there's still a lot that, that can happen and I'm excited. Yeah. Um, all right, Julian, that's all we got for today. We'll record again on uh, our next pod. will be on Friday. It'll hit your feeds. Um, thanks to everyone for their support for the pod. It's been um, a lot of fun. We've seen some more tweets at us um, talking about how they, they've listened to us and certainly with the Wolves, uh, we're, we're not idiots. We know that when the wolves has have success, that reflects kind of on, on our podcast numbers and whatnot. So um, thank you everyone for listening. Thanks to DraftKings and thanks to our friends at three star sports cards, which we will talk more about on Friday. Julian, as always, thank you. Good sir. Bye.